to Adventures in Autism, episode 170. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for coming on back to the show, especially after this very <laughs> extended break that I have been on. I have popped into like Instagram stories every now and then to just say like, hi guys, I'm still here. But I have to say, I never intended to take such a long break. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes life just kind of happens. And if I've learned anything on this journey, it's that, like, you got to go with the flow and take a pause when you need one. Take a breather. And that's exactly what I was doing. I had, had said this on an Instagram story, but there is a great quote that says... When you're tired, learn to rest and not quit. And to be honest, it wasn't even like I felt like super burnt out or something. I mean, I'll, it's, it's, I, I will be honest. There are a lot of like logistics and like behind the scenes of podcasting. And I am a one woman show. It is just me in my closet. <laughs> um, and I truly, I do love it. But I don't know. I guess there must have been a part of me that was feeling kind of burnt out that that wanted to take the break because I had planned to take a couple weeks off just for like kind of Christmas and New Year's. Actually, I initially planned on taking just like one week off, but I was really enjoying <laughs> my time off. Um, and then I popped in for one episode right after New Year's. And then I don't know, it just kind of one week rolled into two and then three. And yeah, it's been it's been a little while now. Um, but I do want to say just thank you so much to everybody who has stuck around and continued to listen. It's actually crazy because while on this break, somehow the show has picked up like a bunch more new listeners. So I've continued to get, you know, emails and messages from new listeners. And I have some questions today and a bunch of them were from new listeners. So Thank you to everyone who, like I said, has continued to listen, but is also just finding the show. One of the best messages I got was from somebody who is a longtime listener, and she said that she was going back and listening to older episodes, and since she'd been listening kind of since the beginning, she was like, I sort of forgot about a lot of them, and it was interesting to, like, have a new perspective listening to them now, like, you know, being a few years later as opposed to, like, when they first came out, and she was just like, you know, even if you don't ever put out a new episode, like this podcast is still serves a purpose and is really helpful. And truly that meant so, so much to me. I don't have an intention on, you know, leaving or quitting the show. I, I love it. I will continue to do it in some capacity. I'm not going to lie. I may take a break like that every now and then <laughs> because I, I did, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, especially after, after Christmas here in Chicago, I feel like we all kind of go into like hibernation. It is, it's so cold here, you guys. Like today was like 25 and that was like warm. And tomorrow we're supposed to be getting another freaking snowstorm. So it's, yeah, it's just, it's real bleak here. The months of like January and February. March is still pretty awful, but at least you have like some kind of hope for the future <laughs> at that point. There's a glimmer of hope. So I'm holding on to that glimmer of hope. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was really it. I just, I kind of like laid low and, you know, we obviously have a lot of stuff going on, like in our lives offline. That's another thing too, is as much as I, I love doing the show and honestly do enjoy social media, this is not like, I'm not good at this. This is not like my expertise or my profession. This is really just like my hobby. 
And sometimes, especially with like posting and social media, I just like don't want to do it. Like I just, I, I, I like, I, sometimes I like sharing and obviously I will when I want to, but you know, there is a part of it that's like, if we go, you know, do an outing or something that feels like, oh, I need to like take pictures or videos so I can share this. And really like, I like taking pictures and videos because I like having the memories. Um, and I've taken many pictures and videos over these last couple months, but yeah, just that, like that feeling like, oh, we need to post this. Like, I don't naturally feel that way, but I guess because of doing the podcast and like kind of, again, I, I enjoy this community. I enjoy seeing other people's posts. So it's like, we kind of get like kind of caught up in this hamster wheel of like, oh, I got to do th something and post it. And that was probably like the, the best part to me was not like taking that pressure off of being like oh, I can just do whatever I want. And if I want to post it, I can. If I don't want to post it, I, I don't have to. And guys, that goes for every one of you. <laughs> there's no, there's no rules here. And it's funny too, because, and I've talked to a few of you about this. It seems like a lot of people, it's like in our community, but also outside of it sort of took a little pause on social media. I didn't see people posting as much. Even my dad noticed that. He was like, Meg, you're not doing you're not sharing as much. And I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of taking a breather from everything. And he was like, yeah, I've actually noticed a lot of people doing that, which my dad is like one of the most oblivious people you will ever meet in your life. I mean that in a nice way, kind of. Um, so for him to notice that it's gotta be like a real thing for sure. So yeah, I'm, I, I don't, I'm going to take the pressure off and take the rules away at this point for myself at least. So you'll definitely still see me and Logan and our family in some capacity. I'm still around, still plan on, you know, doing episodes. I still plan on posting on social media, but just really doing it in a way that feels right and that I really want to. Um, I will say again, in this little hiatus, I haven't been recording with guests. Um, I do have several episodes like in my vault. So there's going to be some coming out, you know, over the next few weeks. Um, but I've gotten a ton of inquiries from guests who want to come on the show some really awesome ones and I like every time I hear from someone who you know is so passionate about something I like can't wait to talk to them so again it has nothing to do with the fact that like I am you know over this or I want to be done nothing like that at all so many of you were like I hope I hear from you again I'm like I promise I will be back at some point I'm just taking this little break and really enjoying it so okay that's, that's pretty much that with it. But again, thank you for everyone who's just been really supportive and sweet about me taking a break, me coming back, all that good stuff. So I thought I would just do like a little update and then I did ask for questions and I got a bunch. So I'm going to try to maybe keep my update a little bit shorter because, um, I want to get to the questions and some of the, the questions like will be kind of answered or the, the update questions will be answered. Um, so basically over these last couple months, we, we've all just been, like I said, kind of hibernating. Um, Logan has been doing awesome. It just seems like, I feel like I've been seeing it for a while, but he really does kind of seem to be like coming into his own and just, we are, we're really, we're loving our time with him, especially, you know, this past year, he's not been in therapy and that's really been like great. Again, we all need a break sometimes. We all need a breather and he definitely needed an extended break from therapy. I will say one big bummer and I'm hoping that things turn around soon, but I had been searching and searching for a program for Logan specifically for basketball, but I'm open to like any kind of recreational thing that that would be a fit for him. 
Um, swimming is another one he loves. So definitely we'll get back to swim lessons this summer, but I'm going to look for indoor swim lessons. But I had found this awesome program that was like through our local park district, but kind of sponsored by uh, a local like special recreation organization and had gone through a lot with them in terms of like, we did like an evaluation. I had talked to them a bunch to try to just like find the right program, find the right people to help Logan. And we were super excited for this. It was going to start at the beginning of January. And then like a few days before his class was supposed to start, I found out that because of low enrollment, they had to cancel this session, um, which, I mean, it's not like the end of the world, but it was such a bummer because we had been looking forward to it. And again, I mean, this really has probably been like almost a year in the making that I had been looking for programs and looking into some and, and found some, but just felt like they weren't quite the right fit. This one really seemed like it was going to be awesome. So they do have a spring session coming up. I believe that's in like March or April. So we're going to try again. I'll definitely sign him up again. Hopefully he gets in this time. Um, like I said, now I'm kind of looking into like swim programs because he really does love swimming. And w I'm hoping that we can maybe find something like that to make that work. It's, it's tough though. And I have had a lot of people say to me like, oh, why don't you just put him in like a, you know, like a typical recreation program and just see how he does and I wouldn't say I'm like completely against that but with Logan I mean he does have you know some more kind of like challenges and especially now that he's nine I I do worry about putting him into situations where he could be like picked on um or made fun of because kids you know nine-year-old kids it's different when you when you have like a four or five six-year-old like they're a little maybe confused by some of the things he does but I don't think they're necessarily like at the age where they're going to have a problem <laughs> with something he's doing um whereas like nine-year-olds I think there can be a little bit more of um I don't want to say bullying but it's possible and so there's that aspect of it but it's also like I want Logan to have his own friends and I want Logan to have be with his peers and people who who get him and he had, you know, he's in a classroom with all kids on the spectrum and he does have like some buddies in there that he's really connected with. And I just think that's so valuable because, you know, we all have different challenges and struggles and how great is it when you find someone who like gets you or is similar to you. And that's the kind of thing that like, I want to be able to provide for Logan. So I feel like it's just a better fit for him all around to do like a special recreation kind of a program. So that is what we are going to continue to look for. Um, but other than that, he is just doing awesome. One of his like big Christmas presents was we got him a bigger indoor trampoline for the basement. So, I mean, it's not as big as like our outdoor one, but I think it's like seven feet wide, I want to say. So we had to take down his swing because um, there wasn't room for both. Maybe we can move it somewhere else at some point, but he is obsessed with the trampoline. He's loving that. That's been a really awesome thing for him. And yeah, he's doing great in school. I got some questions about that. So I'll kind of get to that a little bit later, but we are just doing, doing our best living every day in the cold, bundling up. It's been, <laughs> it's been, been pretty tough. Um, like I said, I did get a bunch of questions and a lot of like kind of update stuff I will answer in the questions. So I'm going to take a quick pause and then I'll come back and answer the questions. So stay tuned. 
Okay, so I'm going to dive into some of these questions. Thank you for everyone who asked questions. I actually got a bunch that I may have to save for next time. Um, but I, I kind of picked the ones that I felt like were most important or most fun. Um, okay, so the first one is an update on Logan's reading, which I'm always excited to talk about this. So Logan, for new listeners who we don't know, right before Christmas break, Logan's teacher told me that she had found a new program that they were going to use for the non-speaking kiddos in his class to evaluate them for reading. And he thrilled us and made us so proud and did amazing on these assessments. And we had always kind of suspected that Logan could read just with the way that he navigates his device. And, you know, we just knew he was a smart cookie. Uh, and he proved that to us and he did awesome. And they started him at kindergarten level and then just kind of continued to test. And the idea is that you continue to go up the grade levels, continue to do these assessments until you kind of like, um, like tap out of the program, which is what happened. <laughs> so Logan is reading up to like a second, third grade level where the assessments are. So you start with like assessment A and he did A, B, C, D, E and got to E and then we found out that E was the last of the assessments with that particular program. So his teacher was like, I'm going to email the company. She did email the company and she's like, I'm offended that they think a non-speaking student wouldn't be able to read past this level. So we're in the process of looking for a new assessment. If anyone has any recommendations, um, but we are just thrilled with the progress that Logan has made and so, so proud of him. I feel like it's it's given me even like a whole new kind of just like renewed I don't want to say hope but like just a renewed sense of pro I don't know, I really don't know the right word to use. I I just I feel like so many things that I've thought about Logan for so long just like as his mom knowing that he was just like this brilliant capable smart like has so much to give and I again I'm his mother so it's like I think that you know he's the best thing that ever happened but I just knew that there was so much in there and we just had to find a way to kind of access it and even though it's definitely like a, a roadblock now that we're having to find a new program it just felt like such a breath of fresh air to get, have these answers of like yes he is reading he's doing awesome and it just, yeah, like I, they're really, yeah, there's, there's not words to describe like how proud I am or how, how awesome it feels and just how happy I am for him because it is, it is such a huge thing. So I will continue to update as time goes on and hopefully we can get him going with a new program and we can keep that boy reading because he's doing so, so awesome. I also want to say that's something that I've, I've, again, heard from a lot of people on that they, you know, weren't necessarily thinking that their child could read or they felt like their schools weren't, um, you know, as supportive as they could be. And that hearing Logan's story has encouraged them to kind of reach out and like just expect more from their, their schools in terms of literacy and just like academics in general. And I'm so thrilled to hear that. And I'm, I think we should all be pushing for that we should all be pushing for our kids to get what they deserve basically. Um, and I will, I'll continue talking about this because I think that everyone, everyone needs to know. 
Okay, so the next question is, how is your sister doing? Thank you for asking. She is doing very well. So after her last um, MRI back in December, where we got the awesome news that her doctor felt like we right now or at the time did not have anything to worry about. And he said, like, live your life, book more vacations. We're not going to do any any treatment right now. There's no reason to. Um, we've just been like riding that wave and that was just a huge weight off of all of our shoulders. Um, and it, it just that, that day, that news was like, it was just so much hope and, and we still have that hope. I will say we have another MRI coming up on Friday. <laughs> so, uh, this is a pretty timely podcast. We are going to be asking for those prayers once again, please. Yes. Keep Melissa and your thoughts and your prayers and just hope for, you know, clear scans, stable scans. Um, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous, but I just, I do feel better with this team that she has now, her new team at Northwestern. I feel more confident. I just think they really know what they're doing. Not that her old team didn't, but she never really jived with her doctor. And there's just more, we've got more information now. So this, this ultrasound, or not ultrasound, this MRI will be really telling because her, her new doctor was comparing the one that we did in December that he did that day with her old ultrasounds. Why do I keep saying ultrasound? <laughs> with her old MRIs from her different practice. And because they're different hospitals and they use different systems and technologies, like, and he did do a higher level MRI, um, comparing the two, while, you know, we got good information, this will be comparing doing using all the same things the same equipment of the same you know caliber and everything so we should even have like a more clear kind of understanding of where she's at in terms of like if there is any growth or whatnot so that like I said that's a little nerve-wracking um but definitely we're just being our most hopeful and positive going into this and please say all your prayers um, just that we, we get good news and that Melissa continues to be in good health. Okay. So the next question, speaking of health, how is your health and weight loss journey going? I'm trying so hard, but not losing pounds. This is another thing I hear about a lot. I get a lot of messages about this. Um, I hundred percent feel for anyone who is trying and not losing. I feel like I was on that cycle for years, <laughs> many, many different points in my life, many different times. I absolutely get that. Um, it's my, my journey is going well. I feel like I am pretty much just like in maintenance mode. I've had to kind of check myself and check my expectations. Of course, like I, I can't help it. I'm always like, Oh, what if I just lost five more pounds or 10 more pounds? Um, and I don't know, maybe some point I will. I, I didn't want to get, be like a slave to the scale though. And I was kind of starting to feel that way. I was starting to get like a little bit too obsessive with like the number and truly like the, the smart side of my head knows that the number actually like means nothing. And it's really just like the way you feel, the way your clothes are fitting. Like, I think those are measurements. I think those are like way better indicators than the stupid scale because the scale can be like, I mean, there were days literally where I would weigh myself and the next day it would go up like seven pounds. It was insane. And that's just the joy of, you know, 
being a woman and water retention and if you eat too much salt, whatever. I mean, there's just so many things that go into it. So I honestly haven't weighed myself in months. I do go by like the size of my pants. I will occasionally take measurements, um, but I am kind of just more like in maintenance mode. So I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say I'm not watching it. I definitely, I just try to like overall be like, a lot of the same principles that got me to this point and ha- helped me lose, you know, 50 plus pounds just like eating healthy, like whole foods. I try not to do a lot of like package stuff. And I, I stopped intermittent fasting. Once I lost the weight, I haven't been intermittent fasting. I do try to stop eating by like eight. That's kind of my, my rule. But like if I'm hungry in the morning, I'll, I'll definitely eat. I have my coffee with cream, like first thing in the morning. Oh, I have, I do have a new creamer that I could, I could talk about because everybody was very interested in my other creamer. I'll post that tomorrow. Um, So yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's going really well. Manny and I just went, um, to Vegas for our anniversary, which that question came up. So I'll talk more about that later. And when I was on vacation, I ate whatever I wanted to. And we went to the buffet one day and I definitely ate a lot more than I have in a long time. It actually was funny because I said to Manny, I was like, I really can't eat as much as I used to like I don't know if I'm just so much more aware of how full I am or like I'm genuinely like feeling more full I don't know um trust me I still indulged a lot (laughs) um and I think that's how it should be I think you if you're on a weight loss journey trying to lose weight I think that is actually like probably one of the best pieces of advice I can give is that you can't do this all the time 24 7 like you have to give yourself breaks and I can't think of a better one than when you're on vacation I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is some people who are like, no, I just want to like keep eating healthy and fruit and salads on vacation. And if that's you, great. Go you. I wanted like pasta and steak and ice cream and lots of drinks. Like I wanted, (laughs) I wanted to do it up and I did. Um, but I think it's just, it really is all about like finding that balance. And that would be my advice too to this person saying that, you know, she's trying and not losing like a couple words like kind of buzzwords that really as much as it's like annoying to hear are so true is like consistency and balance you it's not enough to be you know doing this for like a few days or even a few weeks like if you want to lose weight and like you know I had quite a bit of weight to lose you really have to be consistent for like weeks and weeks and months and months at a time now I will say I lost my weight sooner than I would have expected to I honestly think like the 50 pounds came off in like I think it was like six or seven months, maybe even less than that. So it's not like if you really do commit and you are consistent, it's not like, you know, this takes years. It doesn't. But if you are, if you're consistent and you find that balance of like, okay, I, I'm not going to like deprive myself or starve myself. I'm just going to like eat health, healthfully and then give myself those moments. That's really all it is, is just like figuring out how you can make that part of things like work for you. Um, so that's my best advice. I'm anyone that wants to just vent or talk. I'm always here. So let me know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in a good spot and I'm thankful for that. Just trying not to get too in my head about it. So yeah. All right. This one says new listener, love the podcast. So sweet. Um, my son was diagnosed two months ago and I'm struggling. Do you have any advice? This is a difficult question to answer. First of all, um, I've been there two months out from a diagnosis and I'm just 
this this listener, I'm thinking about you. I'm thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm so glad you found the podcast. I feel like if I had found a podcast like this two months out from the diagnosis, I know it would have really helped me. That's why I started the show. So my only advice at this point is to like can process your feelings. If you're struggling, that's okay. If you're having a good day and you're feeling positive and awesome, that's okay too. Hold on to those feelings. It's such a a journey. And I know that like some people hate that word and it sounds corny and it does, but it's also like, it's the truth. Like this is not going to be figured out in a day or two. This is not going to be figured out in a week or two or a month or two. It's going to take time for you to process those feelings, for you to figure out your kind of plan and next steps with your child. And, you know, we all just have to like do our best. All of our journeys are going to look different at the time when Logan, when we were two months out, we were, I immediately started looking into ABA and just like getting a a therapy team together. And I'm glad that I did that. I do think like ultimately that really helped us. But do I think like looking back that that was the best thing I could have done? Probably not. I was really, I was reeling. I was struggling just, just like this listener. And I think that kind of gave me something to focus on that wasn't, you know, just the diagnosis. It gave me a focus to have kind of like a putting a plan together, which again, I don't think that's a bad thing, but I wish that I had at at that point just given myself more space and time to kind of go through the motions and really like grieve in a way that I wasn't necessarily letting myself those first few months because I didn't feel like it was right to do that. And I don't feel that way at all anymore. Now I think like you, whatever feelings you're feeling, you need to just like let those wash over you because until you do that, you can't really get past it to, to the other side of things. And that's what I would say is two months out. I do think there is another, there's another side and I do think that you will get there. I don't know if, yeah, if it'll take weeks or months or years, I can't say that. But when I look back on how I felt like two months out as opposed to where I am now, which Logan is, we're coming up on five years of Logan's diagnosis. It truly feels like just night and day. And I am so thankful for that. Like it was night back then and it was dark and sad and gloomy night. And now it's like the sun is shining, the birds are chirping and it's, it's, it's good stuff. I'm not going to say that there isn't, you know, storm clouds <laughs> rolling in every now and then. Um, but just like I said, hang, hang in there. <laughs> that sounds so silly. Um, but just process, process your feelings. It's okay if you are having a bad day and you all you want to do is cry and, you know, think about the hard stuff. That's fine. It, but there's, it's, it's, it's okay if you're having a good day and you just want to, you know, be, be in that moment. It really, I wouldn't, I don't judge anyone for their feelings either way. Uh, I just think whatever it is, you have to kind of get them out. Therapy is great, not just for our kids, but for us too. So keep that in mind. I wish I'd found therapy sooner too. That's another one for sure. Um, Okay, this is a fun one. What shows are you watching? So Manny and I are in deep and obsessed with Yellowstone. Who else is watching Yellowstone? I need to know. Um, we started watching it like, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. And we are, we're, we're not caught up yet. We're on the fourth season, which I know is like the most current. And I think we're, we only have like a few episodes left. So, um, 
It's such a good show. I love it. I, I kept hearing about how good it was. I didn't necessarily think like cowboy show I'd be into, but let me tell you, I'm into it. It's great. I keep telling Minnie, I'm like, it's like Game of Thrones, but instead of fighting over the throne, they're just fighting over land. Um, but it's like, it's maybe not quite as dark as Game of Thrones, but it's honestly, it's pretty dark. <laughs> um, but it's such a good show. So I totally recommend it. I, of course, am always watching like all my housewives and like stupid reality shows. Um, I did start watching, oh, on, on the way to Vegas, Manny and I watched the Tindler Swindler, which was really good on Netflix. Definitely recommend that. Um, also happy to talk about that with anybody who wants to. And then on the way home, Manny watched the Super Bowl because we were flying home, like literally as it was on. Um, but I downloaded and I was watching another new show on Netflix called Inventing Anna, which is like based on a true story of this woman who was like posing as an heiress and got all this money. I don't know. I, I'm only like maybe three episodes in, but really good show. Definitely recommend that one too. It's, um, it's a Shonda Rhimes show. So it's very like kind of, it's really well done and, and soapy and just like really entertaining. Um, I think that's, that's like all that's on our, our roster right now. I watch Euphoria too. I watch that alone. Manny doesn't watch that again, like really dark. Honestly, I've been struggling the last like few episodes. So it's getting like too dark, but it's a really good show. So that's another good one. Um, okay. Next question is Logan eating any new foods? Um, I don't know what I left off on the last time I talked about this, but yeah, Logan has been eating so awesome. Like tonight I made, um, carnitas, I made tacos for dinner and he won't eat like a taco, but he literally will eat every part of the meal. Like everything that Manny and I ate, the, the pork carnitas, corn tortillas, yellow rice. Oh, he didn't eat the beans. I made beans too. He didn't eat those. Um, yellow rice, but like the onions that we put on top of the tacos, he will eat all of that as like a deconstructed, just like plate. But again, he won't like eat a taco. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe someday we'll, we will get to that point. Um, but more and more he has been eating the foods that, that we eat and I'm not having to like make a separate dinner for him. Like Logan ate that with me and Manny and the girls ate a frozen pizza. Like they're, they're like my, my bad picky eaters now. Um, so I don't know if there's anything like necessarily new that he's been, oh, he has been eating like more and more desserts, which that's not necessarily like a, the best thing, but he started eating ice cream over the summer and now he's been eating ice cream at home. Like we'll make him an ice cream cone. He's been eating cake more. He's like just so many things that like he never even would have touched before. He's just so much more open to even like trying them really like almost anything I'm cooking. He will come over and just like check it out and like kind of eye it. And a lot of times give it a taste. Sometimes he doesn't like it. Sometimes he does and he wants to eat more. Um, he still can be finicky with certain things though. Cause like he might eat something one day and like love it and literally eat like an entire plate of it. And then if I try to offer it to him again, he's like, I'm not touching that. So <laughs> that can be a little bit challenging. Um, but that really, the, the eating, like I, I cannot complain. He's been in, in such a better spot with, with his food and his, his diet and eating. Um, and that's been, that's been amazing. And that's something, again, I get a lot of questions about with food and we never did food therapy. We just were, we, I cook a lot and he was always around it. He never was interested in it for a long time, but just seeing it, I don't know, I guess after a while, he just like through osmosis decided to, to try certain things. Also, I think 
even just like being at school because he eats um you know like with his peers and his, his teachers will eat with him and he'll see like what everyone else is eating and I think that will encourage him to to try new things I mean he's definitely like very curious about a lot of things um and for a long time food wasn't one of them but now it, it definitely it seems to be I can't think if there's anything else like new I feel like there was one recently I can't think of it but if I do think of it I'll I'll post something about it um okay this next question is a fun one and probably some people won't care but for anyone who does care because I actually did get a, a couple people asking about this and I've had some messages um this one it says your hair extensions look great can you tell me what you have so I yes I have a whole like head of hair extensions <laughs> um I cut my hair I like chop my hair in October. Um, I cut it over the summer, but I should say, and this is something that I don't know, maybe some people can kind of relate to, maybe not. Um, I've been losing my hair. I've, my hair has been falling out mostly since I had, um, COVID. We had COVID back in like May of 2020. And right after that was when my sister got diagnosed with brain cancer. So obviously I was like really stressed and my hair started falling out badly. Like I would have a ponytail in and I would take it out and it would be like, not just like a few hairs, like, like it looked like half my head was like on the ponytail holder. So I didn't know, but that is actually a long-term side effect of COVID is hair loss. Um, my mom was actually the first one that told me that she saw it on like an episode of 2020 or something. And I've talked to other people who have experienced it. So I kept thinking like, okay, a lot of what I heard was that like, once you kind of like stop like shedding the hair then it kind of rebounds and you'll have some new growth so that was what I was thinking was going to happen and I would say about six months after we had COVID I stopped losing so much hair but I never rebounded I never I mean, I, or if I did it was like very minimal and then uh, about a year ago when I got the vaccine especially after the second vaccine I started losing my hair again not to the extent that I had the first time but again I didn't have as much hair <laughs> the second time so my hair has been an issue I have really thin hair to begin with too like I don't I can't afford to lose any hair so I, that's why I started cutting it. Cause I was like, okay, maybe it'll look better if it's shorter. Cause it was just like so thin. Um, and I thought maybe that would like give it some fullness. And honestly, I didn't dislike it short, but this, this, um, second time when I like really chopped it, it, it just, it was so thin and I, it was like really making me sad and depressing me. And especially because I knew we had this Vegas trip coming up and vow renewal. Um, I wanted to look pretty, I kept saying to Manny, I was like, I really think I want to get hair extensions. And at first he was like, oh my God, you're ridiculous. <laughs> and I had clip-in extensions I was wearing for a while that were like short. Like I cut them to be the length of my hair, which I, that they really helped, but they were hard for me to hide because I had so little hair to hide them with. Um, so I did some consultations with a couple different stylists uh, in the area and I ended up choosing tape-in extensions, which is, it's hard to describe, but they're like these little pieces that have, they're like, it's like tape on top, like medical tape. And then they have the strands of hair stuck to them and they basically like make a sandwich. So they put like one of these little tapes with the hair on top, put your strands of your hair in between, and then another one of the tapes on the bottom. So it's like these little sandwiches. Uh, and I have these all over my head. The nice thing about these though, is that the tapes are so thin and like very discreet. So even though I have 
really thin hair and not much of it, they're really easy for me to hide. Like I, I mean, occasionally I have to kind of like, you know, maneuver my hair a certain way so you can't see them. Um, but that's what I have. And uh, my hair was, we, I had been going lighter with it. Um, and then we just really like kind of matched these extensions to my hair and they're pretty, they're very blonde. So I'm like super blonde now with this long extensions. Um, honestly, I love them. They are so easy. I was thinking they would feel like really cumbersome or I just didn't know how it would feel like washing my hair. I could do everything like completely the same. It's really like not a big deal. I'm a different kind of person though. Like I don't mind like doing, taking extra steps or whatever. The biggest thing honestly is that I have to blow dry my hair now. I, I never blow dried my hair before, but you don't want the tapes to like be wet for a long time. So it'll just kind of get gummy or like lose the, the stickiness. So it's, it takes a really long time for me to blow dry all this like extension hair. <laughs> I'm used to like my baby hairs that would blow dry in like five minutes. Um, so that, that's probably like the biggest thing I've had to change. But other than that, um, no, they're great. I feel like I can get my hair done quicker. They just always, they look nice. They hold a curl well. If anyone is thinking about getting extensions, there's so many different kinds out there. So like do your research, look into, you know, all the different ones. They all vary in like price and upkeep. And I'll have to get these moved up every about eight weeks. So I haven't had them moved up yet. It's been like, I don't know, a month now. Um, so I go next month and I'll have them moved up. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're not cheap. I'll say that. Um, I felt like they were not a terrible, terribly expensive though. And I'll be able to keep this hair for about a year. Um, and just, like I said, have it kind of moved up. So when I first, I posted a video, I don't know, maybe a month ago and I got tons of, tons of questions about my extension. So like I said, I'm sorry if that's not interesting to you, but anyone who's interested, um, yeah, I would totally, totally recommend them, especially if you have thin hair, like I do, I think tape-ins are like the way to go, honestly. Okay. I'm getting down to my last couple questions. Oh, okay. So this one is, tell us more about Vegas. The trip looked so fun. Congrats on your vow renewal. Okay. So I had mentioned this on the show before. Um, first of all, thank you. I'm a bride or a bride for the second time. Um, but Manny and I have been playing this trip for a while. For a long time, it was something we kind of joked about because we met in Vegas. We're like, oh, for our 10 year anniversary, we're going to go back to Vegas. And renew our vows. I didn't know if it was actually going to happen, but then as we got like kind of closer to it, it seemed like, oh my gosh, I think this is going to happen. So yeah, we, we booked our trip and we went over the weekend. Um, honestly, we had such a blast. We were supposed to have a couple other friends come with us. There were like two other couples that were supposed to come and things kind of blew up last minute. So it ended up being just Manny and I, which I feel like that was just like God saying, I just want you guys to have a trip by yourselves. And we had such a good time. We had so much fun together. I love Vegas. He does too. We hadn't been back since we met like 13 years ago. So a lot has changed, but let me tell you, it is still a good time. Um, we had an absolute blast. We just like walked around all day, checked out all the different casinos. Manny likes to gamble. I really don't. I played a few slots at one, one night he was playing at the tables. Um, and I was like in the lounge area 
where they had a band meeting naked friends talking to everyone in the lounge all night that worked out really well because he he was just at the table and I would like wave over to him check in occasionally to see if he was up or down um but yeah we we just had so much fun we did our our vow renewal was um in like the old part of Vegas on Fremont Street which Manny and I had never been over there before if you're going to Vegas definitely check out Fremont. If you want to like party, that's, that's where it is. There's all these like outdoor, there's all these outdoor bars and the, the bartenders were like doing these crazy tricks and flair. I was, my mind was blown. It was so fun. There was a band outside. There was bands like inside the casinos. We just, we had, we had a blast. Our, the vow renewal went great. Elvis married us. He was hilarious. We were cracking up the whole time. It was just like everything, everything I wanted. And we just got some really awesome quality time together that we haven't had in, you know, forever. This is like the longest that him and I had been away, just the two of us. And like the least like stressful, like we just, we, yeah, we had a great time. We slept in every day. Like I said, we ate a ton of food, drank a lot of drinks. Um, that's something for sure. Like, you know, like how did that, that person who was asking me like two months out, um, don't neglect your marriage or your relationship or any of your relationships really, because I think Manny and I we're lucky that we have like a good foundation. Like we're just lucky that way, but we definitely, and him and I have both been, been saying this, especially the past couple of days, it, it does feel like we, for many years, were just kind of like going through the motions of like taking care of the kids figuring out the autism stuff and it's really easy to get caught up in that and not only neglect your marriage but neglect yourself too I think we were we were both doing that like with each other and for ourselves um so I mean easier said than done but that's definitely like uh something that I maybe wish I had like known sooner or, or even just like know that there was a way to prioritize it um so if you can like take a trip with your significant other I think that is like the way to go for some quality time um but yeah we had we had such a blast I can't wait to go back to Vegas I want to go like tomorrow (laughs) um okay last question this one says how has Logan's anxiety been lately so Logan's anxiety I would say has been very controlled another thing that I have been wanting to talk about for a while and I will do um a hot hot topic episode coming up our medications we switched psychiatrists mm, I don't know maybe like three or four months ago at this point I can't remember um we liked our last psychiatrist a lot but we just we was insurance issues so we had to switch and the new one I actually like even more she's been awesome um so we have Logan on he takes a an, a morning medicine this is for like ADHD helps him calm down helps him focus he takes a nighttime medicine that helps him sleep because we, you know, sleep is always up and down. So again, just kind of helps him like st- calm down, st- fall asleep, stay asleep. His sleep has been great. And then just more recently, we did start with an as needed anxiety medicine. And it's not like Xanax. I never like to say the names of what he's taking on the show because I just feel like it's so different for every kid. And I don't want someone, I wouldn't want someone to like hear, oh, this, this kid's taking this medicine. It's great because it's so, every child is so different and every, you know, combination is going to be different, how they're going to respond to things. So I'm happy to share if you want to send me a message, I can, I'll tell you like in, in a DM, um, but take anything with a grain of salt because this has been 
over two years now that we've been on this journey of meds and it really does feel like we've just now kind of like figured things out. So we were doing those two, the nighttime and morning and nighttime med for a couple months and we, it was going really well. We had seen big improvements just with his overall like focus and attention at school and at home. Um, and just like him kind of like calming down a little bit, not so hyper. I mean, he still has his moments, but not, not as extreme. Um, and then again, like I said, the nighttime med has been great. Like just kind of getting him more consistent sleep. He's been sleeping later. Like he'll sleep in on the weekends a little bit. It's like a dream come true. Manny and I love it. All of the girls are still up at like seven. So it <laughs> doesn't help us too much. Um, but the anxiety med was something that we had been like, kind of toying with for a while I'm not someone who's like just throw medicine at it but I feel like there's a time and a place when it's really necessary and it was actually right around Logan's birthday it did seem like his anxiety was kind of ramping up again and for people who've been listening you guys know this but Logan's anxiety is is kind of interesting because he can go like months without having any anxiety attacks and then when we get into like that cycle it can be like every day or even like multiple times a day he's having anxiety. And it's, it really is like, there's not much that we could do when he was having an anxiety attack, um, other than go for a car ride, which that's typically always going to calm him down. But he actually did have a couple anxiety attacks that were really bad. Like I said, like kind of around that time where even the car wasn't soothing him or if it did, it took like a lot longer and he never was like hurting himself or us, but he was starting to almost like he always would kind of run. It would start with pacing with the anxiety and then he would like kind of pick up speed and it was like he was like running back and forth. Um, but there, what he started doing was like he w- was like running and would like slam himself into a wall. And he did this when he was very young, too, and he hasn't done it in a long time. And that has always really scared me. And he hadn't done it in forever. And then he started doing that. And there was one time too, where he was kind of, again, like kind of slamming and throwing himself and he hit his, his hip on like the corner of the table. And you know, that hurts obviously. And then it was like, he was already having anxiety. And then to like, because he like hurt himself that just like set him over the edge. And he was more like worse anxiety attack than he's even had before. It was really, it was really bad. So I had said to Manny, I was like, I really think we need to just try something for the anxiety and just see if it makes a difference because I just think it will help him. So I talked to a psychiatrist and she put him on, like I said, it's an as needed med. It's it's not like a Xanax where it's, you know, going to just like completely kind of drug him. It's more akin to like a Benadryl is how she explained it to me. Um, and it's something that he can take like every six hours as needed, but we only give it to him when he's having anxiety so for him there's like some pretty obvious tells like I said pacing is one whining is one you we can just tell in like the sounds he makes like I gave him one a couple days ago because I was like Manny I'm like I feel like or was yesterday I was like I don't like these sounds are starting to get a little anxious and Manny was like no I think he's okay and like five ten minutes later he's like yeah I think he needs one so we can usually tell when it's like kind of ramping up um and knock on wood I have no wood in here but they have helped every single time we have been able to avoid like a big anxiety attack. There have been a few times where if we don't give it to him right away, he maybe does get a little more anxious, but like nothing like, like I said before, like around his birthday, nothing like we experienced, you know, like the past couple of spring times. Um, there was even one day, uh, my car, I ran over something. I had a total blowout. So Manny took my, my car to work, 
um, we were down to one car or no, I'm sorry. So he, he works at a dealership. So he had taken my car to get fixed. And then he had taken his car to work. We had my car towed. So I had no car one day. And it was of course a day when the kids were off school. I can't remember what holiday it was. So I had said to Manny, I was like, the only thing I'm worried about is Logan having anxiety because I can't take him for a car ride. And this was like right after we had gotten the prescription for those pills. I'm not even sure if we'd given him one yet. And that day Logan started having anxiety. So I I gave him one, like just kind of like nervous and crossing my fingers, it would help. And it totally did. Like I said, we, we avoided an anxiety attack, which was amazing. Um, and then since then we, I, I would say he, I maybe give him one, like, maybe twice a week. Like, it's not like his anxiety is daily right now. Um, but it's, it's really made such a huge difference. And again, if you're questioning whether medication is right for your child or not, that's a decision that we all have to make for ourselves. I know in my heart that it was the right thing for Logan. And I think that he is just like thriving and doing better than ever because of these medications or not, not because of them solely, but I think they are really helping and making a difference. Okay, that is all my questions. Thank you so much for everyone for submitting questions and just for listening today. Guys, I feel like we've been through a lot together and I just appreciate everybody so, so much. This community is means so much to me and I'm just so, so thankful for, for all of you and just the relationships that I've, I've formed with you guys. It just means a lot. And especially after this little break, I, I, I really did. I, there was a lot that I enjoy, but a lot that I miss too. So happy to be back. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod, or you can email me at Adventures in Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Always love hearing from you guys. Always love getting guest inquiries. I've gotten a lot of awesome guest inquiries lately that if I've not gotten back to you yet, I will be. So look out for that. Um, and always, if you're enjoying the show and you would like to leave a Apple podcast review, I'd be so appreciative. Um, that really does help other people to find the show and hopefully it will be just as valuable to them. So that is all for now. And until next time, take care.